This is the Daily Dispatch podcast with your business correspondent, Ted Keenan. Today, Dispatch Live is talking to... Thank you, Somosi, from uh, NAFCOC, Deputy Chairperson of the Provincial Youth Chamber. And this event that your NAFCOC uh, Chamber is getting involved in is rather massive. It's basically opening up mining in Eastern Cape to all people, specifically the youth. What are you expecting from this conference? Thank you for the question. This conference really um, puts emphasis on 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 a, on a inclusive South Africa um, that includes young people, women, and people with disabilities. And NAFCOC is standing um, taller than it's ever been at this time to really be at the forefront of uh, of driving that change, of driving that narrative and opening the opportunities so that we could have a clear, direct way. Um, we've brought in all stakeholders that should influence um, or contribute towards um, realizing the young people and women in particular to be um, a, a part of the industry. So the, the industry has been largely bigger in other provinces, especially in Gauteng area, but the Eastern Cape has so much to offer. And, it, and at this time, this is the most important time that the Eastern Cape starts to play a very impactful role. And uh, a conversation um, without the right people just becomes a conversation, but NAFCOC is creating a platform where we have the right people from government, from private sector, and the potential young people who are who are ready to to to, to step into the industry, to to be part of the of the the spark that we're starting on. And this is a very um, high-profile event that we're doing, and we intend to see results there therein um, in a very timeless fashion. When you started doing your research into the mining industry, were you surprised at the number of minerals, etc., that are available in the Eastern Cape? I was very much surprised, and I think partly on the other side, um, I also hold the view that there's still more that has not been uh, touched or, 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 or really exploited by by um, by government in particular, by providing the geotech reports that would that would really um, open the doors for more young people to understand in which in which geographic areas in the province can they look um, uh, towards exploring and really um, in, in investing and, and working with DFIs and and, and and working with with other stakeholders as well in order to realize the the, the real potential that lies within the mining sector in, in the Eastern Cape. There's definitely room for more research to be done. There's definitely room um, to to uh, especially that we are we're, we're largely manufacturing the province. Um, as much as it's splitted between between agriculture and, and, and also manufacturing, we have the a strong automotive industry that use that utilizes some of the minerals that are found in mining, the mikas and very and and, 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 and that like. So um, there's a lot of potential. Um, uh, mining opens doors for uh, manufacturing, opens doors for. Um, a, a, even even other resources that can be 
um, extracted in order to play part in other different in other different industries. So, so there's a strong beneficiation component of this. Yes, there's a long downstream beneficiation of it. It, it when when mines come to a town, the town really grows. The 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 revenue grows, and the different other businesses emerge out of that. Housing becomes a need and it really brings more life into it. And the Eastern Cape is quite in a, in a, in a good position with the universities that we have along to, to, to do more extensive research and with the hubs that we have to export our products. Hopefully we could export uh, finished products as, as the Eastern Cape rather than the norm that, we, that the, uh, South Africa has, has been doing, exporting minerals out but you could have mining that is linked with manufacturing. There's a commitment from NAFCOC and also the other organization that there will be a strong focus on education, that they will take a number of youths, I think the young people, should I say, I think they spoke about 100, and train these people up in the mining industry. Is this what the sort of thing that NAFCOC wants to see? This is something that we have been in discussion about, um, the importance of aligning business with the, with the education um, uh, sector so that they both complement each other. And we want to create sustainable businesses, businesses going forward. We've seen what COVID-19 has done to various businesses, but I think with a the, with the, with the, with the more open-minded young person that has been given all the tools at the early stages of their journey into becoming industrialists and various other um, uh, contributors into society, in business in particular, um, education is quite fundamental to achieving or realizing that goal. So NAFCOP is taking the position of taking in young people um, and putting them through incubations and also mentoring, but we want also structured accredited training that can be recognized by industry and recognized even externally out of South Africa so that they can become um, not just local players, but we, build, we want to build international players um, coming from a rural province such as the Eastern Cape. The mines around the country, especially up in the uh, Free State and Gauteng, have become towns on their own and quite significant towns. This, as far as Eastern Cape goes, would take a lot of pressure off Kabaka and East London to, have, to set up towns right where the minerals are found. Is this another aim of NAVCOC? It's definitely in line with the NDP. If you remember, the president spoke about smart cities that should be created. So mining and industry, when they invest in such, uh, in, in such provinces like the Eastern Cape and create new towns, that um, creates new industries, um, new, new um, uh, involvement of, 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 of people. Because Eastern Cape has been viewed as a labor-contributing province uh, across the country. But imagine if we could retain that labor, because labor on its own, it's a resource that should be cultivated properly so that it can really contribute at a longer term and uh, and really enrich the province as it, it has a lot of potential. Um, we have a beautiful coastal line, we have uh, uh, harbors, we have universities here, we have uh, most of the people that have even led the country are coming from the Eastern Cape. So there's quite an extensive amount of uh, opportunity there that should not be 
um, missed by uh, NAFCOG, that should not be missed by government going forward when it comes to uh, re-establishing um, the, in, the, the industry or, or rather uh, igniting the industry in the Eastern Cape, the mining industry. As a final question, mining has not been that well received in certain villages, mm. primarily because I don't think the villages were consulted properly. Mm. Is this something that NAFCOC is hoping to overcome, this reluctance to accept mines? Yes, um, it, it, it's a position that we are taking and um, what is important is the inclusion of all stakeholders at the initial stage, not at the, at the, at, at the finalization when it's actually being implemented. So NAFPAC is taking the route where we also include um, a, a, a interpretation of from the English into into Tosa or various other languages that are used in that particular community so that people don't feel left out. They see the whole benefit, they see the whole opportunity that lies there and then they could also become part of the stakeholders that are represented there because all uh, 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 companies especially in mining they do have community li liaisons that they, that they set up and the community feels included into the entire plan of growing their their villages and growing their their communities at a, at a, at a larger extent so the a top down approach does not work we need top top uh, down and also bottom up and 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 that's who we are we are we are a rural community we, we discuss things under a tree we finalize things and even our sayings are, are, are do stipulate that it takes a village to to grow a child so that's that's who we are. We we are we discuss things and people get clear clarity because I, I believe the challenge that tends to happen is that big mining companies come in and they they don't do proper um, introduction of who they are and what they want to do. Their good intentions then get um, politicized or or they get um, driven by certain other elements that may be. But a miscommunication and not speaking even the language of the people, that's not the, the, the right way of even approaching the people at the first point. So you have to meet the, the person at their table. Um, that's what, I think that's the approach that we'll be taking and to, to try to mitigate all those challenges of bottlenecks that would, 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 would strain the industry to actually thrive in the province. That's the position that we're taking. East London is hosting South Africa's latest mining in Darba. An event like this calls in politicians, industry players and academics. We are talking to the organiser of the event. Um, thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Tanro Mandela. I'm the organiser and founder of the Eastern Cape Province Mining in Darba. The response to your mining in Darba has been pretty spectacular. You've got politicians, you've got business people. Unfortunately, the start is a little bit delayed, yes. but that's due mainly to the fact that there are no flights into East London <laughs> that are easy for people to get. What are your expectations of the event? Okay, um, because it's a new event, um, and most of the time it's not synonymous to hear Eastern Cape Province and mining in the same sentence which is one of the reasons why we thought it was very important that we do have the um, Eastern Cape Mining in Dubai with the, in this magnitude. 
because Eastern Cape Province is a major labor sending area historically. And um, the backbone of mining in terms of labor is born out of the Eastern Cape Province, out of the Eastern Cape Province people. And the beneficiation of your social labor plans and also if you look at the amount of people that have not yet been compensated with pensions, you know, um, or funds from the deceased loved ones, you know, um, we thought it is important that we talk about the Eastern Cape Province mining in Daba so that we don't talk about it in small corners because people that are supposed to be benefiting from um, the hard sweat of their families are not benefiting, the communities are not growing either. So um, it was not easy pulling everyone together um, it was challenging because um, there's different int um, interest groups and to try and balance with everyone, it's been quite a challenge and we do appreciate the people that have partnered with us and people that have shown up to understand that it is not about an individual um, issue, it is a community issue. Um, and also if, um, yes, you, you mentioned something um, important in terms of time. There's been a delay um, in terms of our starting time because we had a lot of people responding uh, positively and um, to capacity also. However, most people are arriving at the 11 o'clock flight um, and also logistically moving around the Eastern Cape and also something that we should mention, COVID-19 um, pandemic had a negative impact in terms of business people and that also with the increase that you, um, with, uh, with pricing in your, in your petrol, um, it has been quite difficult for people to be where they need to be, especially on time. So yes, I'm just happy that um, we're starting off, at least now we're not winking in the dark. Um, we are here, we're telling um, the mining industry that um, see us and also we're trying to humanize um, the mining industry because um, people are suffering, um, people are without jobs. So that's why with this mining in Daba, we're even launching the 100. The 100 is our education facilitation program. So we're gonna select 100 people. Out of this 100 people, we're gonna have, it, is, it will be compromised of youth, women, and the disabled. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to get people to have code 14 um, driver's licenses. We're trying to get people to have um, your um, heavy equipment machinery permits, like your how to operate an excavator, how to do surface mining, because in the Eastern Cape, we've got a lot of quarries also, which um, with proper coordination and training, they would actually be create a better investment opportunity. And also, if you look at logistics, I mean, um, if someone has a code 14 transportation, and if you look at the NDP 2013-2050, transportation, logistics, is, grow, is gonna grow exponentially. Infrastructure is gonna grow exponentially. So if we now get people ready to access the market in terms of the workplace, in terms of transportation and, and logistics, then I think would if we achieve this 100 by 2023 so that when we come back again for the next mining in Daba, we're able to say what, what our KPIs in terms of has this worked? For us, how we'll measure ourselves would be, have you trained the 100? Where are they? So we will have testimonial in our 2023 um, uh, mining in Daba. And also we, we brought in investors so that they can actually speak to the people that have permits like quarries or coal or whatever opportunity that, has, that is within the 
mining um, sector value chain. So that is your logistics, your, your contractor. Um, to see how best to attract investment and perhaps where you get banks, your traditional banks, not financing your, your trucks and tractors um, because of the risk that is, a, a, is associated with it. But there are people that are willing to um, offer like cushioning, a patient financing. So it's some of the people that we've invited so that um, it, it can, so that um, this industry that is so capital intensive um, can actually give an opportunity to people that wouldn't otherwise have access to it. There are a couple of massive advantages to the almost embryonic mining industry. The one is that the province is blessed with a vast array of minerals. The other is while labor on the mines has been frowned upon for a long time, yes. you are blessed with a workforce that is actually trained. Yes. And if these people have an interest, of almost a financial interest yes. in mines, you are ready to go. Exactly. Because like I said, this industry is capital intensive and access to finance remains a problem especially if you look at your emerging entrepreneurs. Um, like if you, these days, especially after the pandemic, I think we are undermining or undervaluing the negative impact that um, the COVID-19 um, pandemic, especially on business lockdown, it has had on even middle class, on all classes. Um, people are without jobs. Um, companies have reduced, um, have scaled down, reduced their staff complement. And I think everyone is just trying to get their lives back together. So we're hoping that with the 100, um, we will make a difference in some people's lives. We, I mean, if you get, let's say, a youth that probably can't afford to, to go to varsity, and then you give them an opportunity where you afford them to have a driver's license, especially one that also could be used in the logistics industry, that automatically, if a 14 driver, you're looking at easily 12,000 in a month to 14,000 in a month. So for us, if we could do this and say this was born out of the uh, inaugural um, Eastern Cape Province mining in Daba, I think I would, we would feel blessed and know that we did, we, we did make a difference in someone's life, yes. Thank you for talking to Dispatch Live. Good luck with the conference. Thank and you very much. Good luck with mining in the next couple of years. No, thank you so much.